from 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Welcome to another episode of Tapped In. Every week, myself and Pia Levy from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel talk about the music that comes into our city and the music coming out of our city. Today, that's going to be our focus. In fact, we want to talk about some Milwaukee rappers who have gotten a lot of attention on the internet, but don't seem to be getting all that buzz from the industry. So I thought for today's conversation, I wanted to bring in our resident expert on this subject, Evan Retluski. How are you, Evan? Hey, Jordan. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. We're excited to have you on the podcast today. And so I want to really kind of get out of the way and let the writers do the talking here. Piet, your article posted on the 22nd. Milwaukee rappers have millions of YouTube views. When will the music industry take notice? And that's what we're going to discuss today. Yeah, I was excited to see that you wrote this, Piet, because these are some of my favorite artists in the city. Uh, what was it that made you write this? And, and can you introduce these guys for people who aren't familiar? Yeah, well, uh, part of it was uh, stuff that you've been doing, Evan, whether it's with the Shepherd Express before, or with Radio Milwaukee now. I mean, you've been following the hip-hop scene really well, and I always kind of watch your stuff. And been wanting to write about what's been going on in the hip-hop scene, uh, specifically this kind of sub-scene for a while. Because I was noticing, too, that uh, these artists that are that I feature in my story, I feature uh, MT, uh, Chicken P, formerly known as Little Chicken, and the Mari Boys, speci- uh, specifically uh, Mari Boy Mulamar, all of them are doing some crazy, crazy numbers, um, which you've written about before, how they're doing numbers that we've never really seen out of Milwaukee mm-hmm. before. I mean, Ishtar was doing millions and millions of streams and still does really well, but to see these guys kind of do it every single time through YouTube uh, has been really impressive. But at the same time, uh, they seem to have less kind of clout in the local music scene than like Ishtar has or did, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was kind of weird. Like these guys are getting millions of streams for some videos and they're still kind of unheard of in some sections of the Milwaukee music scene and beyond. Yeah, it's sort of that niche appeal, right? Like they're doing these big numbers because they have this like hyper-specific local appeal, but they don't really necessarily have the crossover appeal of a guy like Ishtar. Yeah, exactly. So I really wanted to introduce these uh, artists to an audience that may not have known them before and kind of explain what their style is, why they're doing so well, mm-hmm. and, and kind of ask why are they not doing better in Milwaukee? Why are they not playing bigger shows? Why why are they still kind of unheard of? Even in the local music scene, they're not necessarily, they're kind of not part of the integrated local music scene as maybe some people recognize it. Mm-hmm. And can you give a sense of just what kind of numbers we're seeing from these artists right now? I, it's it's insane. I mean, they're getting you know uh, hundreds you know hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of views per videos. Um, you know, I think I have in there. Chicken P has been in like fifty three videos on YouTube that uh, have each gotten a hundred thousand streams at least, uh, up to I think close to three million for this one audio only song, uh, Fast Cash Babies, mm-hmm. uh, which you've written about. Uh, and that's not even a music video. That's just um, an audio stream on YouTube. Uh, and then you've got Mari Boy Mulamar, who I think was in eighteen or nineteen videos in 2019 alone that each got 100,000 streams. And if you look at uh, Spotify has this insights map, if you look on that, it kind of shows what are some songs popping in certain cities. And he's on three of the top four kind of most popular songs in Milwaukee. I imagine that map has got to be a shock for anybody outside the city because you look at it, or even people inside the city, you look at like what the most locally popular stuff is in Milwaukee, and it's like, it's all Milwaukee rap. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm sure a lot of people are like, who are these guys? Exactly, exactly. And that's what I wanted to do. I've been wanting to do this story for a while and finally had the time to be able to do it. And it's been great. I mean, I've, I've seen some really good numbers for the story, too. It seems to be spreading socially, and I'm getting some uh, calls from people and emails from people mm-hmm. who didn't know these folks, and now they do. And maybe it'll help uh, combine with the kind of work you've done mm-hmm. uh, and others. Maybe it'll really help kind of change the, the chapter here. That's definitely like part of the irony about this whole phenomenon is these artists have been doing these gargantuan numbers 
uh, not just under the radar of like the general public, but also even like local Milwaukee media hasn't given them too much coverage. They don't get much radio play. They don't get too much press. They don't get blogged about all that much. So there's really like a blind spot for a lot of the city. Yeah, and it is a blind spot for me for a while too. And so it's it's great for me to be able to kind of write about this and to introduce them to the Journal Sentinel and people who follow the music scene have no idea about these these guys and you know what you did the two and your articles picked up by NPR Music. I mean it's it's really great to get these kind of lights on this section of the Milwaukee hip-hop scene um, because they are doing incredible numbers and the numbers are so strong it kind of doesn't make sense to have that blind spot. Well, fellas, I want to stop you right there and maybe we can dive a little deeper into this subject by going into maybe why this is happening, maybe what we think might change. And I know, Evan, you've written about this exact uh, subject for NPR Music and for RadioMilwaukee.org. So let's dig a little deeper next. Stay tuned. We're going to have a much longer conversation with Evan and Piet about this subject. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. It's tapped in having a very interesting conversation on our episode today around the Milwaukee rap scene. Piet wrote a really great article. Milwaukee rappers have millions of YouTube views, but when will the music industry take notice? I've invited Evan in studio with us as well today. Evan is no stranger to this subject. And I thought, you know, I'm going to get out of the way and let the writers do the talking. But Evan, you've covered this for us, for NPR Music, for The Shepherd, for a lot of other um publications throughout the years and I guess I think we should really start with like how these numbers come to be of course this starts with a little bit of an organic reach uh this is YouTube sensations if you will which has a different way that audiences interact it's not Spotify it's not Apple Music it's something a little different so I thought maybe we could just get into the uh, just the start of like how this snowball begins yeah well i think what is working for these guys specifically and, and you probably have more insight into this too is is that they have chosen youtube as their main medium and they've chosen to their music is almost always doing so well because it's really attached to this visual component of it mm-hmm. uh they've really kind of uh, seized that it's not just you know put in, putting on spotify or soundcloud or whatever they've really embraced youtube and they've embraced uh, music video directors that have really helped to launch these guys i mean it's not new i mean we saw that happen for webster x for instance mm-hmm. i mean you know and, and for ishtar i mean uh doomsday and too bad those those uh, songs did really well in part because those music videos were so good um so they've been working with um a variety of directors uh, probably the most popular one is named t glazed it who has like 57 million streams or something like that on his YouTube channel. This guy is just constantly working, constantly turning out content. What's maybe different from him and the style for for these section of rappers, and maybe you disagree, but I think what's different from what we've seen from maybe Webster X and Ishtar is 
you know, those guys uh, have kind of taken their time on video projects mm-hmm. sometimes, and these guys are just like cranking stuff out constantly. Like T Glazed is working on like 15 music videos like a month. Uh, they're dropping songs just so frequently, and it's not even necessarily what's in the videos that's so. It's not necessarily original. A lot of times they're kind of repeating the same sort of visual uh, imagery again and again and again. But it still is capturing people and it's captivating people. Yeah, the, I mean the organic engagement on these videos is really wild to see because not only do these videos have tens, sometimes hundreds of thousands of views, but like the comment sections under the videos, people comment on the fashion and the locations. And just everything you could comment on, like it's such an active thing. And I think that's why they keep this content churning out is because there is an audience for it. When yeah. you put out a video every week, but each time it's getting those kinds of views, that sort of reception from people, yeah, you just keep going with what works. And right now this is what's working for that scene. Yeah, it's it's a formula they're kind of following. So, you know, sometimes it, the imagery can be a little bit uh, unsettling even. There could be some mm-hmm. guns in the imagery or they have, you know, huge wads of cash, things like that, sometimes ski masks. So there can be some kind of drug imagery. And there's usually disclaimers saying don't try this at home. But mm-hmm. there's still kind of that unsettling thing. And uh, I think what they're trying to capture is, is the life on the streets in Milwaukee. You know, it's a city that's obviously had a lot of horrible segregation. And they don't necessarily film – it's not like these are done in, like, studios or anything like that or in front of even famous landmarks. It's pretty rare that you'll see a big Milwaukee landmark yeah. in, in the shot. One in like every 20 is filmed downtown. Yeah. But the rest are just like on a corner usually. They're just on a corner, just in a neighborhood uh, or in a high school or, you know, on a baseball field or, you know, and, and you know, they have fashion sense but it's still not so overly flashy that it's like, uh, distant and same with like uh, you know some of the dance moves you might see on that. I mean these are like dance moves you might just see people just doing it at a club. It's not like this is super mm-hmm. super slickly choreographed or very slickly edited. Uh, the whole idea is like you know these are these are guys from this from the street from Milwaukee from our neighborhood and they're you know they're stars yes but they're also very relatable to mm-hmm. the scene. I think one thing that's really exciting about this movement to me is that it's just embraced regionalism in a way I've never seen the Milwaukee rap scene do before. I was talking to DJ Bazan about this like a couple months ago. Um, and when he DJs for like high school students, they want to hear the Milwaukee stuff. They don't want to hear Drake. You can hear that all over. There's nothing like unique to it. They want to hear the new Milwaukee stuff. They like know all the words. And to me, that makes like a lot of sense. Like why listen to some guy outside the city when you can listen to the person who's filming videos in your neighborhood, at your school, he's your cousin's friend, he's yeah. making local references, like, um, you know, they're referencing your street corners and, like, your culture. There's just something, like, really exciting about it that, frankly, like, the Milwaukee rap scene, at least the street rap scene, was missing for a really long time. No, I think that's a great point. I mean, that's really how you saw so many hip-hop scenes over the decades really grow. I mean, that's how the Atlanta rap scene really mm-hmm. grew, because, you know, you had artists like Outkast and Goody Mob really speaking to the Atlanta lifestyle, and people really gravitated to what was going on in Atlanta, or you saw the same thing in L.A. or New York, or whatever it might have been, and those cities... Uh, unlike Milwaukee, they were just really well connected in terms of music industry. There, there was infrastructure there uh, for other kind of genres and stuff that kind of really helped benefit that. And they had that sort of spotlight and that shine that Milwaukee didn't really have. Uh, so this is kind of that same sort of story in a way where it's like really songs and stories about life here. And there's an audience here that's really relating to it. What's happening, though, now is that in our digital age, they're distributing the stuff themselves. Mm-hmm. And they're able to get the stuff out there quicker and farther and faster. And they are teaming up with music video directors who also, because of technological advancements, uh, can really turn the stuff out really well, too, and really kind of capture a big audience through YouTube. So 
that's what's I think kind of different here is there wasn't that infrastructure and that's why Milwaukee was held back. Now they're all really doing it for themselves mm -hmm. and there are the tools that they have to really reach not just throughout Milwaukee, but even in other cities too and other Midwest cities that might kind of relate to this style. So what's the what's the next step? I think that's what a lot of people are wondering. Does this continue to snowball? And also a lot of people always think of Milwaukee in terms of will Milwaukee rap finally find a star who's known outside the city? which we still don't have yet. Do you think we're on the way there? I think we're closer than we've ever really been. And I think even this last decade, and, and you've been following the hip-hop scene probably even closer than I have and longer than I have, Evan, but uh, it's just been interesting to see the, the change over the last decade, you know, where you know there's just been more of an awareness even in the city for hip-hop, just as we've seen around the world. I mean, I remember when I was starting at the Journal Sentinel writing about music, it was pretty rare that hip-hop played like local street festivals. And now mm -hmm. it's like kind of like they're usually the headliners is like some sort of hip-hop act. So there's just been a lot more awareness in the, within the city for that. And you've seen that at Summerfest too with better hip-hop representation locally. It's really grown. And for these guys to do the kind of numbers that they're doing, I think it'll just continue to grow and continue to grow awareness. I think the big question, the big challenge is going to be, even though the uh, you don't necessarily need the infrastructure anymore to really reach far audiences and to do well, these guys are really just kind of doing it themselves and, and doing really well, there still is that need for people in place to kind of open the doors for you. There's still mm -hmm. an industry. There's still gatekeepers. And that's going to be the big question for these guys is can they kind of open some doors? Can there be people in the industry that will still help them? Um, whether it's more awareness locally and they do get to do more like Summerfest shows or get their own rave shows or open for national acts or whatever it might be or booking agents or, or record labels possibly or whoever it might be that will help them to really kind of grow that audience. Um, the other challenge too is that, you know, things move really, really fast in hip hop. Yeah. So these guys are really hot right now, but things are moving constantly. I mean, you, you'll even see national rappers who were huge and then they're kind of gone within mm -hmm. like six to 12 months. So that's gonna be the big question too, is can they get the people in place that kind of help them open the doors? Can there be people in the industry that will see what's going on here and, and help them too before someone else comes on that? Yeah, that's really like an unprecedented test for this market because Milwaukee has never had the artists who are getting that buzz and were in a position where they could capitalize on that buzz. Now we're there, you know, several of these artists are like right there. They're getting written up by Pitchfork. Milwaukee rappers get written up by Pitchfork all the time right now. Mm -hmm. uh, they're getting tweeted about. They're getting shared. You can see on their, from their YouTube analytics, you can see that their streams come from all over, all sorts right. of different markets, especially Detroit. Detroit yep. is way locked into what we're doing right now in part because we borrow so much from them it's sort of a two-way street sure but yeah we don't have that industry in place who can sort of take these artists a lot of which are like you know 19 20 21 years old and let them know what to do yeah i mean that's a really hard thing to find in this market it really is and detroit has that i mean mm -hmm. you know there's guys that are i was mari boy malamar my story uh for the journal sentinel said something like he's perplexed because they're getting the kind of numbers that some of the Detroit rappers are, and they're not getting the opportunities some of the Detroit rappers are. And I think the big difference is you have that infrastructure and the industry in Detroit. You have major hip-hop success and years and years and years of it in Detroit that's gotten national audiences, and you have players that kind of help you and guide you and lead you to the right people. And Milwaukee has some of that, but definitely not to the extent that Detroit does. It's why MT ended up going to Detroit, mm -hmm. and they're networking there because they think that might really help them. And why uh, Chicken P has been going to Atlanta pretty frequently, too, because he's hoping that will really help for them, too. Uh, T. Glaze told me like he, he doesn't expect it to pop here. Mm -hmm. like, really just trying to get out to other markets where there is this 
um, really in place infrastructure and their their connections to really kind of help them grow. So it'll, I think it'll depend on whose attention they get, how kind of ready they are, you know, professionally and whatever it might be to kind of seize those opportunities and and see what happens for them. But they probably will have to, I think act pretty quickly and hopefully find those people pretty soon before the attention does shift away because it could shift away quickly unfortunately well that's awesome thanks for writing the piece i was so excited to see that and thanks for coming in yeah thanks a lot for more on this subject you can go to radiomilwaukee.org evan's written a number of articles about the artists we talked about today and of course that article that piet gave you is up now at the milwaukee journal sentinels website jsonline.com you can subscribe to us anywhere you find your podcast npr apple music spotify stitcher there's a new podcast aggregator coming out every day and we're staying on task and making sure that we are there for you if you love what we're doing make sure you leave some comments make sure you subscribe and also share this content with your friends and help us grow tapped in is produced by kenny perez our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the license lab with support from you our sponsors fellas thanks for joining me we'll see you next time for tapped in